We are live. So we've been nixed on the Danny's Bar and Grill t-shirt too. Um, it's some sort of, it has to be like a filter thing. It's ridiculous. They don't tell you why it gets taken down? Nope, just says 404. Folks, I know you've been clamoring, you've been waiting, saying, how can I get my mitts on a Quincy t-shirt? And we finally tried to do two of them and they both got nixed by Teespring. Yeah, each one several different ways. So the first one we did, a, it's murder time shirt that we think it was because of the word murder. I don't know about that anymore. Yeah, who knows? Might have been the picture. Yeah, so we can't, maybe we can't put Klugman's mug on any of these shirts. Maybe I'll, I'll talk to the guy I work with, see if you can quickly make him like a cartoon or something. That's what, there, there's apps where you can make it just like a, like a different color scheme almost. So it looks like, like he's been graffitied on kind of. Which yeah. could be cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The wait continues, folks. You may not get it by Christmas time. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I love to see the uh, unboxing videos of some gearheads children opening Quincy shirts for Christmas. Yeah, like uh, I don't know what's going on with Te- I think Teespring as a whole is pissing me off lately because uh, I made so box eating dad did that NBC thing, so I sent him a zip up hoodie. Yeah. For um, a, a VGS zip up hoodie. And I oh, paid. I, yeah. I paid extra for it to get there in like a couple days. Yeah. And it still hasn't printed. I'll say the material. That's why the reason I like Teespring is the material actually is I'm wearing a Why Are You Laughing hoodie right now. And I actually like the material. Me too. So that's why I don't necessarily want to change, but we may have to. I know. I don't, I don't, rats. I don't want to at all, but. So the t-shirt we were then going to go with is uh, Danny's Bar and Grill or Danny's Bar and Lounge, which was actually like a shirt you could wear. It's not because it's not a ridiculous. No one would know what that is. And I thought it looked kind of nice, but they wouldn't allow that either. I'll I'll make it happen. All right. Someday, folks, (laughs) you've got something to wait on pins and needles for. Yeah. Um, Well, if you want, if you want more Quincy or if you want to check out Quincy, if you want to become uh, one of the clug men and clug women that we have on Patreon, then go to blindmike.net. That's where you can find all our links. Um, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, the Patreon, our merch, all of that is at blindmike.net. Uh, I also just did uh, Royce's show. I was on Daywave uh, about an hour ago, and he promotes me as blindmikeproject.net, which I don't think works. But that's where that's where all the Daywave fans are going. So try that as well. You don't have the heart to correct him. I correct him every time, and he never uh, <laughs> he never catches on. <laughs> but they do. So I was on with them today, and they found they have these videos that they find that are like I don't know what they're supposed to be. Almost like work training videos, but for society. You know what I mean? Like they, they teach you lessons in life. And the one we watched today was like a guy is fucking the babysitter and the wife comes home and there's like beer bottles all over the place. You can, he's so you, you think he's all fucked up, but they were Heineken zeros. <laughs> That's funny. So they didn't, they didn't care enough about the set to correct that for some reason. It was probably a legality thing. They couldn't actually have booze on set. 
So they tried to oh, get away. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Because I was like, why wouldn't you just buy regular Heinekens? <laughs> they might have been trying to get away with it. It sounds like the beginning. Oh, interesting. It sounds just like rip the, the labels off. Yeah, the last uh, the last verse of uh, Guilty Conscience by Eminem and Dr. Dre. It's the exact scenario that you just described. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so check that out. Uh, always fun with our boy Royce. Um, what else should we? Oh, people like, well, mixed reviews on uh, the very good show. Crossover episode. Oh, yeah. People really enjoyed it or really hated it. <laughs> I saw Steve, your live to tape, really hated it, but that's nothing new. I go by his, that's the opinion I go by. Oh, I think he just hates me as a whole, to be honest. It's a, it's a solid, solid argument. <laughs> yeah, people definitely liked it better than the last one. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, it was a much, but I felt much better about it. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Uh, well, check. Oh, and uh, Why You Laughing is uh, the Gallagher episode is finally coming out for those waiting. And uh, the Patreon episode will be John Belushi, it seems. Yep. Um, all right. I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that the uh, the AirPods can listen. I'm putting my finishing touches on it. We still don't know yet. Still don't know. Uh, uh, well, fingers crossed. Well, hopefully you can hear it. If not, take your headphones out and play it at work. <laughs> you can just hear Gallagher going, I'm not racist. Uh, at least why you laughing is more tolerable, tolerable to listen to in public than this program, I would say. Yeah, definitely. You know, you have less sure. explaining to do. <laughs> Way less. Uh, so, oh, well, we have a lot to get to from the last. We're going back about a week's time because we haven't done a live show since then. Um, so we have a lot to get to, but first I did want to mention, cause I don't know if it'll come up on Friday when I'm on, but I just thought it was funny. I saw Kelly Keegs tweet about the Minifans from last night. I they did. booed the shit out of her. Yeah. And she tweeted something like, Oh, all these fucking losers and weirdos. And it's like, do you, I don't know. Do you think Barstool fans are that different? Do you think there are a lot of Barstool fans that don't look, that aren't built like me, <laughs> you know? And, and to be like, honest, who do you think your audience is, sweetheart? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, too. And I'm like, there was probably a lot of Barstool fans there, too. I would assume so, yeah. You know that Barstool and event? <laughs> it's, it's just a funny thing. Like, I wish I was, I wish I had the delusion to think like, well, I'm a six, so I can get away with just thinking people are beneath me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I thought that was funny. All right, let's go back. I say we started the beginning of last week and work forward, shall we? Shab. Because that's probably going to be our favorite, I would think. Definitely a safe bet. So you guys, you've probably seen this by now, um, but Brendan Schaub commented on our great region because he's doing that thing for Rough and Rowdy that we mentioned. And I said, I even I had Schaub's back on this where I said, like, hey, that's the arena he should Stay it like if he's commenting on fighting, surrounding himself with you know Joey Diaz and Theo Vaughn and these people, whether or not you, you find him funny, it's a smart idea to bring in comics and you can comment on the fight. I think that's his sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Um, we saw him not too long ago do stand up comedy in Boston. You remember that? Yeah, where he told us uh, his son named his after his son is named Boston. So this guy is he loves Bo the Boston area. Yeah. Um, and what I found out is about a month after we saw him in Boston, he was in Providence, Rhode Island, New England. Also, the thing that I, you know, I, I feel like people were missing, and the the part that I was fixated on is 
Uh, Brendan Shaw very briefly played in the NFL. Yep. Where the New England Patriots <laughs> reigned supreme. While the whole entire time he was playing. <laughs> yes. So just note all of that uh, while you go into this clip as he promotes Rough and Rowdy, which is this weekend or next weekend? The ninth right. next, not this one. The week, week what do after. I care? Don't buy it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, do whatever you want. <laughs> we'll be watching the Rough and Rowdy 19, which takes place in New England. Um, it says Rough and Rowdy 19, New England, but says December 9th, Providence, Rhode Island. You're from the East Coast. Describe that to you. <laughs> Go back just a little bit because I, <laughs> I stepped on something. He's a, that, uh, that, uh, just a, mwah, a beautiful comment. But I like the the indignance where he's like someone someone must have butchered the copy here. <laughs> <laughs> it says it seems to say that it's in uh, New England, but you know as we all know it's in Providence, Rhode Island, which is light years away from New England. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to go to an expert. He turns to an expert. He says, "You're from the East Coast," which surely this is only a mistake. Who someone from California can make people from Georgia would never make this. No, your <laughs> this error. Your whole point about the New England Patriots is amazing because it's like, what area does that cover? Don't Where you, did I, you think they were playing? <laughs> see, like, uh, because he knows Boston, he knows that's in Massachusetts. Yeah, he knows Rhode Island. He apparently thinks neither of those are New England. Where did he think it was? I have no fucking clue. Does he think? No, it's I like just a- thought they were the new team that plays in London. <laughs> It's like a, a a fucking um like Washington D.C. situation, which is there. <laughs> but it, no, there's no other. There's no other New England. You can't confuse it with anything. <laughs> He's a dummy. All right. <clears throat> we'll be watching the Rough and Rowdy 19, which takes place in New England. Um, it says Rough and Rowdy 19, New England, but it says December 9th, Providence, Rhode Island. You're from the East Coast. Describe that to me, Casey. Please, we're going now to an expert. <laughs> Our uh, correspondent in the field, New England resident. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Not New England. Uh, Maryland resident. (laughs) I like how he didn't have a clue about this before he went on on air. He didn't see it yet or something. Not only that he didn't see it, but like, so he's going out there. It says New England, Providence, Rhode Island. He doesn't clarify with anyone. Hey, where the fuck am I going? Because these are clearly two different places. Now, when you fly to New England, where does the flight land? Yeah, where do I where do I book this flight? <laughs> it, where's the New England airport? He's like, I know Foxborough, Massachusetts, uh, is in Massachusetts. Is yeah, he this must he must know the Patriots playing Foxborough, right? Yeah, is this like a Giants Jets situation where? <laughs> <laughs> They use the more popular New England. They don't want to call themselves the Massachusetts Patriots. <laughs> yeah. No one would know what that was. The New Jersey Giants sound stupid, so they went with New York. All right. So we're going we're going down to an expert, uh, East Coast resident. Do we know who this is? One of his producers? No idea. All right. One of one of his guys um is from technically this part of the world, so only he can comment on this. <laughs> That'd be great if it's like someone from South Carolina. You're on the East Coast. Listen to, by the way, if you wonder why Brennan Schaub is the way he is. Um, the shin like, bones I, to the face. I know. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, Kirk, I don't think is that familiar with Brennan Schaub. So he was like, that has to be fake. And I understand that instinct because who could be this stupid? <laughs> but you have to get a full scope of the yes men Brendan keeps around him. 
Oh yeah. So listen to how this is reacted to <laughs> the the eggshells people are tiptoeing on to avoid being like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rhode Island's New England. Yeah, you got like Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Oh, this is right here. Something Pavilion, Providence. Explain that to me, dude. <laughs> I thought Rhode Island was its own. Hold on. I, I like the guy. Like it says, it says Providence right here. Could it be? Could <laughs> like they're investigating this situation. <laughs> and when he asked the guy, the East Coast guy, he's like. Oh, many- He's like, yeah, it's a, no, it's a, it's a read. It's Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island. You know. <laughs> what does he think like the tri-state area is or the mid-Atlantic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Go back just a little bit because I want to hear the, like, oh, hold on, Providence. Huh. The face he's Brendan, making. you've got a real puzzler here. The face he's making during this too is like unbelievable because he looks so concerned, like he doesn't know what's happening, and he's just like has his hand over his mouth, like my god. This is like what it must sound like when Kirk and Dave are going through the stuff of the case, like (laughs) sorting through information. (laughs) Like how do we how do we solve this mystery? Yeah, you got like Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Oh, this is right here. Something Pavilion Providence. Explain that to me, dude. Because I thought Rhode Island was its own thing. He's getting angry. I thought Rhode Island was, you know, its own state. It is stupid. Explain that to me. Now he's pissed off. (laughs) I thought Rhode Island was its own thing. What is it? What is he referring to? Does he? So he thinks it's Providence, Rhode Island, New England. He thinks New England is one state. Providence is the neighborhood. Rhode Island is the city. And New England is the state that it's in. And just so you know, I'm currently um, getting a bunch of him videos of him getting knocked out to play after. He'll explain it. Okay, good. good. <laughs> because it's the only way uh, you'll truly understand what's going on. Here. It's really a commercial for CTE. You know, before you get your kids into fighting, is it worth it? Right. Geography is hard. Things have changed. State. So the New England is made up of States. Oh, word. <laughs> Did you know that, Jen? <laughs> Hold on. We have another drop for the outro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, word. <laughs> oh, word. <laughs> also, by the way, he still doesn't get it. No, he's, and then he's like, he's like, uh, oh, do you get it to this guy? Hoping that he'll explain it again. And then he hopes. Well, this is where he's now floundering. He is in the middle of the ocean trying to grab onto any, anything he can saying, please, please come down with me here. (laughs) For the love of God, please. (laughs) That is one, like. So I do think like in this moment, Brendan realizes he sounds stupid. Yes. I wish he could just embrace that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not above making a mistake this dumb. Like I, I grew up in New England, so it sounds even more ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, the equivalent thing about the West Coast, I could easily make that mistake. 
Like right. the fucking uh, North Dakota thing. I didn't know what time zone North Dakota was in or whatever. Yeah. But like, you got to say like, all right, I sound like an idiot on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan is grasping saying, please, anyone pretend I'm not stupid here. And just so we're crystal clear with everyone listening, we know he would kick the ever living fuck out of us. Well, that's not even up for debate. No, that's not even up for debate. The issue here is Brendan is trying to be a comedian. And when people make fun of him, he threatens litigation. How many people would you say went to this? Sh- we all went to the show like 15. Thereabouts. Yeah. 12, 15 people. Yeah. We all would get the shit kicked out of us if we tried to fight him at the same we time. Ganged up. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, if we had Chef Lewis jump on his back. <laughs> He's literally going to wear himself out on Justin, or so we think. He's going to go after Justin first, because he's the yeah. biggest. And then he's just going to like punch Tim, then me, then all of us. And he's going to leave right. Blind Mike for last. <laughs> <laughs> the leader. <laughs> he's like, he can't even see me. I'm going to beat up all these guys and then just start walking around him so he doesn't know where I am. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hear him. Uh look for some companionship here so the new england is made up of a few states oh word oh. <laughs> did you know that Chin? i mean i uh did you know that mark hold on I, you gotta hear that again you gotta hear the i mean i uh because that is yes Tra- <laughs> translating uh that to a non-brendan schaub employee that means yes in our language that means yes in our language and I've been yelled at for disagreeing with you on camera before. I mean, uh, (laughs) no, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that? I mean, I, uh, did you know that Mark? It's kind of like you would say the Southwest, the Pacific Northwest. Like it's more of a new England's more of a region. Interesting. Uh, No, 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 no. I'm more of a region. It just is. <laughs> just it just is one. His face when he like realized <laughs> I have it freeze framed right now. <laughs> it's not Australia where it's a country and a continent. So technically you're right either way. It, it is a region. It's not like kind of a region, but you can call it something else. New England. Huh. <laughs> be great if you I just- like I now I like to picture Brendan naming the fifty states. <laughs> I like to imagine him not knowing how to pronounce it at first, too. All right. New England, New Mexico. <laughs> New England. <laughs> New England, Papa. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's kind of like you would say the Southwest, the Pacific Northwest. Like it's more of a- New England's more of a region. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> Is it interesting? Interesting. <laughs> Hmm. I had no idea. Well, let me put that in my files. <laughs> I think Brendan researching now when he gets up here for a rough and rowdy. Folks, did you know? I, I uncovered something massive. <laughs> I, have a, I, have, I have three videos here that might explain a little bit. All right. On many occasions... And, and had a tremendous chin. Oh, he's you know, just South crushed. He looked like a raggedy end all there, but no, no, he understands <laughs> New England. Oh, by the way, uh, that was the end of the shop clip, right? Yeah. Uh, on an entirely separate note, 
rest in peace to uh, an Opie and Anthony legend, Pat from Munaki. I know, the baby bird, baby boy. You saw that? I did see that. Very sad. He was kind of before my time. Like, I've gone back and listened to a ton of old ONA stuff. But, like, my prime years were... I, I knew the name, but only he was, like, more of a commenter and caller. You know what Which, I mean? Like, I don't remember any of his signature bits. But if you ever ask Rogan or Burr about Opie and Anthony, the defining bit was centered around Pat from Munaki. If you listen to Rogan for four weeks straight, you'll hear that story at least once. He'll mention it. <laughs> yeah, right. He'll mention it. He'll mention it at least. And then, once. do you know uh, Opie and Anthony were the inspiration for the Joe Rogan experience? Was he? Were they really? <laughs> He's told. I, I believe he said that. Once. Was yeah. it per, perhaps I don't know live from the compound when he realized that Anthony could broadcast live from his house by himself? It was, as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh wow. That's it great. was that. Oh. Um, yeah, so rest in peace, Pat from Monaki. And then uh, because I tweeted something about it, and then someone told me, or the Warthog might have told me, that uh, Master Poe died as well. Master Poe. You don't remember him? No. Ah, gentlemen. I don't, I don't, I don't remember that he one. He was like their bodyguard. He was the Club Soda Kenny before Club Soda Kenny. Oh, that's from forever ago. Yeah, so he croaked as well, so... Uh, rest in peace to those great men. Yeah. Uh, just thought I'd throw that in there. But yeah, go listen to, uh, if you're interested in old ONA shit, go listen to the Baby Bird Challenge. It's not for me. That sort of shit isn't my uh, thing, really. Me either. Like gross out type of humor. But if you like it, a lot of people seem to enjoy it. So, yeah. and, uh, oh, Wow, look, look what I just found. These days, yep. Good Push it forward like shot. Shot. Oh, shot, 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 shot. Shot. He's shot. And it is all over. <laughs> That must be so weird for Rogan after having to call his buddies getting knocked out. I don't know if they were friends yet because he was super excited to hear that. He's out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure he's seen his comedy. I mean, (laughs) this one, uh, this last one is the big one. Roy Nelson. He's maybe one of the Uh, hardest punchers in UFC history. Folks, this is a good reason, I suppose, to say subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. Blind Mike Project on YouTube. Yep. Uh, And. If it's easier for you, <laughs> supposedly you can subscribe um, kind of the same way you subscribe to Patreon. You can subscribe to the YouTube now, I think, because we're monetized or something. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, look into that as soon as we'll we're look done into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Because uh, Craig has decided well, this is a fight commentary show. Roy Nelson is our YouTube channel, and Brendan Schaub is all the suckers who choose not to subscribe. Dude, and two of those, he got hit so fucking hard as he was knocked out. He's reaching for nothing. Yeah. Well, it's clips like that that made me feel comfortable in announcing that I will be fighting Brendan Shaw at Rough and Rowdy <laughs> on December 9th. He's got nothing. <laughs> no chance. Uh, I, I always like that when people like uh, if two people have a dispute at Barstool or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, fight a rough and rowdy. So why? Why? I'm, why would two non? Why? Why do we have to fight each other now? I'm gonna fight him and still not like him. Yeah, right. What is this gonna prove? Mm. Um, if you fought uh, Brendan Schaub, you'd have to come out to uh, Vince McMahon's "No Chance in Hell" music, right? 
Uh, oh, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> Just you have to have, act confident until the bell rings. <laughs> um. All right, our, the next one we're going to is... Uh, listen, we don't just make fun of uh, schmucks like Brendan Schaub here. We roast the ones we love sometimes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Steve's, so funny. Steve's grandma says, Sorry I'm late, gearheads. What did I miss? Are we making fun of a gay black quadriplegic today? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's just deaf-mute trans that we focus on. Emphasis on the deaf? Listen, we were not making fun of them, damn it. We were making fun of the people... Who were supporting them, I guess. I don't know. I really don't know what we were doing. I think I was think making fun of every aspect of that video. <laughs> As I was saying it, I was like, well, we're making fun of the people that are lying to them. It's like, yeah, they were just applauding, <laughs> you know? No, they were cheering and trying yeah, to get their scumbags. Please kiss my baby. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you give them confidence? <laughs> um, yeah. So Tom Segura looked, I thought, pretty silly. Uh, he did a pretty good interview with Tarantino. Although I say I don't love serious Tom Segura when he's in, like, interview mode. No. But uh, he did a good job with Tarantino. I thought it was an interesting conversation. Um, film buffs might have known a lot of that stuff, but I didn't know a lot of the, like, the behind-the-scenes Pulp Fiction uh, shit he was talking, or Jackie Brown. I found it very interesting. But then at the end of the interview, uh, Tarantino is Tarantino is there promoting his book, and a few times he mentions he wants to talk about the book. They spend about an hour and a half talking about Tarantino's old movies and stuff. And Tarantino's like he kind of threw in a couple times, like, "Oh, it's like I talk about my book. I'd like to talk about that a little more," and it gets avoided. So finally, Tarantino throws this in at the very end of the podcast. <laughs> that was it. Um... Yeah, I know you got to run, but uh, it's a real treat. And thank you for oh, my pleasure. For, for coming and uh, yeah. congrats on the book. Well, okay, you said you've been reading it for a little bit. All right, uh, where where are you up to now? Um, I don't know. You uh, are talking about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Opening chapter. Yeah. This is you know when my mother would ask me if I've done my homework. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, no, I don't. I've read a bunch of it. <laughs> yeah, how do you not? Read like three chapters. <clears throat> well, especially he reveals later in this that he was listening to it. So it's like listening is easy. Even if you're drowning it out with other shit, you'll pick up a few kernels of information. <laughs> no kidding. You know, it, it's, it's very weird. I mean, Tom's credit, it's not like he knew nothing about Tarantino. Like he didn't know enough about Quinn to do an interview with him. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be... Mr. Interview, I get like Two Bears, One Cave is usually just a bullshit session. Yep. You, you don't really need to prepare for it. But if you're going to have these, you know, sit down interviews, it's probably, probably wise to, like you said, read it, maybe even out of order. Read the first chapter, a middle chapter, and the last chapter, and the last one. Yep. Have a bookmark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, by Tom's stammering, that he's, um, I don't know. And sounds almost like indignant. Like, how dare you ask me that? <laughs> I think he was afraid. He, he seems like kind of shitty to Tarantino for asking him that. But Tarantino is such a pro that he's like, I got a feeling this guy that's been talking to me for an hour and a half didn't read my fucking book. <laughs> he was right. 
<laughs> I didn't read it. I told you that. I know. Boy, you were still listening to I it. I was listening okay, to it. So you've yeah. listened to the open half of the opening hey, chapter. <laughs> I, I, I got now, now it. Where, where, where hold in the on, opening chapter? Tom, I got, I got the gist. <laughs> How insulting is that to the, the author you're sitting with? Where you're like, yeah, listen, I listened to three pages and I got, I figured it out. Is this the, I got what it was about. the book that's about um, the Hollywood movie? Right. Uh, that's that, Is that what he's promoting now? I think so. Yeah. I didn't read it either, but I wasn't interviewing the guy. We're also not interviewing him. And I probably, if, you, if I was interviewing him, I'd be like, dude, I can't read. Like I just, I can, but I don't like to. <laughs> yeah. This would be the wrong show to come on to grill us for reading. Yeah. That scene when you kill that guy, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> He's like, thanks. <laughs> can I leave? Well, and again, again, to talk, like they talked about that movie a decent amount. So it's not like he knew nothing about the movie, but Again, he he knew he didn't know enough that Tarantino sniffed it out pretty quickly. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> After did you did, did you arrive at did you okay, I'll, I'll when you listen to it today hold on, hold for on. the first time? How did you go from your remember remember when you were doing like a book report or something? And you would skim through it and remember like one D like I need this detail. So they think I read it. Right. Listen, Tom does that, but listen to where he chooses to pr- pull a kernel of information out of Is it. Reservoir dogs. <laughs> no, it, it's not even about the movie. It's about, Oh, that's funny. Timeline wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not far off. <laughs> house no, to the to, to the studio today not today when you pulled up today i where swear was to god that? i swear to god not today and i'll tell you where i am you're at the movies okay that's where you're at in this one uh you're somewhere at well the that movies. narrows it down well, <laughs> <laughs> has tarantino ever been to a movie before was he writing about the one instance where he was there did he did he uh i remember he was on rogan and he was talking about how he went to the movies like every fucking day he's a <laughs> i mean like the model cinephile he's seen everything yeah <laughs> he's and tarantino makes a good point there like he's kind of shitting on him saying you listen to it driving in you know traffic in los angeles or maybe they're in austin here but let's say it's a 20 minute drive in you should have gotten more than three pages under your belt <laughs> uh, but tom tra- tom does nothing but travel throw it on on the plane <laughs> well also it's like uh you're gonna have certain guests on you're gonna be like all right, this person won't won't do this. Tarantino will be one that's going to test me on the Tarantino's book. Tarantino's the type of guy that wants to know if I'm an expert on what I'm talking about here. Correct. <laughs> Somewhere. Oh, when I'm watching the Jim Brown movie? Um, yeah, something. Uh, yeah, 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 whoa, that's it. Whoa, whoa, the Jim on, Brown. We're going to go back just a little bit because I want to hear our Tarantino answers. But he gave him an, an out there that was not an out. Tarantino, as you said, is a pro. And knows what he's doing. So he goes, ah, the Jim Brown movie. And Segura goes, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> like that, you just saying yes to anything. You have to know this is a trap, Tom. <laughs> movie? Um, yeah, something. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. The Jim Brown movie. Yeah. It's, 19, that's what you it's about 19. That's the ticket. That's it's the ticket. 70, something like that. You're literally describing the first three pages. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I only go by audio. I don't know what pages mean. <laughs> you are literally describing the first three fucking pages. 
Doesn't take away from the fact that I'm a genuine fan. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and, uh, I, um, I asked good questions. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, yes, you did. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to fucking yeah, read yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> He's going to have to read it and do like a full book report on the next episode. Dear Quentin, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending you this in email to let you know that I have read. <laughs> or just send him an email every time he finishes a chapter with a quick synopsis. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I, I, I thought Segura's reaction here was funny, too, because you can tell I like Tom as a comic and a podcaster. Mm hmm. Um, you can tell he's getting a little bit Hollywood in that world. And I feel like this is kind of kicking him back down a peg or two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause now he's got a real genuinely f very famous guy on who's like, Hey motherfucker, <laughs> throw some elbow grease. See, th this is coming off to me just as highly embarrassing for him. He seems, he seems very embarrassed. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. He'll probably laugh about it though. Oh yeah, yes, yes. But I, I just think it's funny because, like, I don't know. I think it seems like Segura is starting to fancy himself, kind of like Rogan, where he's this you know renowned interviewer when he has these guests on. Mm -hmm. I was kind of happy to see this, you know, maybe slap him back down to earth. <laughs> um, Could have been a little bit more in depth on the manuscript that I'm here to talk about, but nevertheless, nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think Tarantino is actually mad? I think he's joking, but he means it. Yeah. Like, I don't think he actually cares. No, but he's kind of surprised that this guy would not have read the book. I, yeah, spoiler alert. Or some of the book. Quentin, no one reads them, except for <laughs> maybe Rogan. <laughs> well, that's not true. Any prepared interviewer, like if Kirk was having Tarantino on, even though he knows a shit ton about Tarantino, I think he still would have read some of the book. Yeah, but he's a big reader also. Right. Uh, yeah, it's tough because they are comics who have become podcasters. Mm -hmm. You know, Segura never said, like, I want to be an interviewer. Right. But if that is what you're doing, like, then you should draw the line in the sand and say, well, I'm not going to have guys like Tarantino on because I, I'm not prepared for it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's so funny. That's that pretty much that it. Right. Uh, there's more, I think. <laughs> Getting roasted by Quentin at the end of this thing. Um, all right, I will read. I now I know in a physical. I wrote a book too this year. Um, I'll give you a copy of it. Yes, you. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. I like that. I like that. Tom's like, I will read it as if that means anything to Quentin. Like, oh, good. I, all I wanted you to do was read it, not be prepared for the interview. I just wanted to know that sometime you'll read it. And then he goes, can I give you my book? Well, listen to this, because Tarantino slams him again pretty good. <laughs> I, now, I know. I I wrote a book, too, this year. Um, can I give you a copy of it? Yes, you may. You, will you pretend to read it? <laughs> we'll pretend to read it. <laughs> as far as you know. There you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much. Six weeks, New York Times bestseller list. Let's hope this makes it go back on. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maybe that was it. I thought there was one more where Tarantino goes like, I wasn't interviewing you about your book. <laughs> I just made that up in my head. There's still there's still a few minutes left in the interview, so it's probably in there somewhere. Nah, they, they go back to kind of just bullshitting for a minute, but uh, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, like I said, if you're interested in Tarantino stuff, uh, go listen to it, because I did think it was a good interview, but that was just... I. I wouldn't have listened to that because I don't always listen to 
two bears, one cave. I didn't realize Tarantino was on, but someone tweeted at me and said, you, you'll, you'll enjoy this. <laughs> I know. And they were right. I know how Tom feels. <laughs> oh, is that your segue into your uh, mishap? Yeah. You like that? I tried to make it under the radar when you pointed oh, out what a, what a <laughs> pro. how pro I am. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess Craig wants to squeeze this in before he gets. Oh, no, we don't side. have to. You mentioned you might want it. So I was just letting you know it's there. <laughs> Uh, all right. I mean, where's Gustin? <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. So this seems to be a theme on the Jerry Callahan show now. No, it's been a while. Um, there's, if you don't listen to the Jerry Callahan show, Craig Ironhead Coney hey. is the producer on there, as you know. Hey. And, uh, he, he started a running gag where, uh, he doesn't have any of the sound that Jerry was. <laughs> 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 he is a producer on a news show and said, I think it'd be really funny if everything Jerry asks for, I have like half of. So, so uh, to set this up, Jerry, I think I will defend you here me, I, from what I know. I yeah, think I'll defend so Jerry and I all day will send stories back and forth to each other and whatever's in that message at the start of the next show I'll have. Right. right? If so, for instance, like Trump's speech the other day, he just goes, get as much of it as you can, which is hint, right. hint, go get a fuck ton of clips. That's so what I would say in that situation is like, hey, I'm sending you this clip. Get more. There's more here if you want to give it a full listen or something like that. Correct. And then the following message after. So he sent me this 22 second clip. So I was like, all right, this is probably one of those going to be like, we're going to talk about something bigger and put this in it as like proof or, you know. Uh, uh, right, right. like a like a a point builder or whatever, and um, he sends after that the the um nuclear person who stole the lady's luggage. Okay, and he's like, "This is like the best story ever." So I'm like, "Okay, we're going heavy on that tomorrow," <laughs> which we, all right, which we did, and then so I this is me playing that what I thought was just a point building little thing, you know, just to prove his point, something he, like, you know, all that stuff. And then I got fucking torched. What's well, here? Speak for protesters around the world. They're speaking for themselves. Go ahead. Play, play the rest of it. That's the whole <laughs> clip. Okay. Can you get the longer clip? I mean, God, ask it too Hold much. On. Just go back a little bit. <laughs> hey, could you, is that right where it starts or is there more to it? I can play the whole clip if you want. Yeah, yeah. Play the whole clip just because I want to. I I want to see if it cuts off in a weird spot. This is that could that could uh, uh, be incriminating on your part. Keep in mind, this is the clip he sent me. Oh, I know, I know. But I'll tell you why I say that in a second. Response from uh, the Biden administration on the uh, uprising in China. Go ahead. I'm wondering, what is the president's reaction when he hears protesters in China chant freedom or Xi Jinping step down? The president's not going to speak for protesters around the world. They're speaking for themselves. Go ahead. Play, play the rest. Of I feel like there. I, so the here's my uh, I'll play devil's advocate for you there. All right. Because I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But that I would say, like, is there a longer version of this? Because I don't understand. This is a very short answer. Right. Had he sent like find Kirby's interview and that's all I brought to the table. Right. 
I understand that. But when he goes, he we, need to, that we need to play this clip. Okay. I'll place blame on both of you a little here. But Jerry should have said there, there's more to it. Just find the longer version. There's something. more to this to this interview, but not this question. Right. So I well, look, Okay, that is the end of the question, though. Because it sounds like it just cuts off. It does. But he thought the answer continued. It might have. But if you if you look on places, it's him fighting with Peter Ducey about like Germany or some shit. Like it has nothing to do with this question. All right now, where's Gustin? <laughs> uh, shit, I have it somewhere. No, 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 I don't actually want to just play the rest of the clip. I, know, I wasn't gonna play it. Okay, can you get the longer clip? I mean, God, is that asking too much He's to so have the whole just, answer? He has had enough of it. He, he was so fucking mad. <laughs> he is he is dreaming of Montante figuring out how to work that board. Yeah, you know what's great is. No, 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 no. I like Montante. Never mind. <laughs> no, I was going to be like, you think, Jerry, I, I have, it all sounds nice. Montante's going to be playing clips through his phone, through a microphone. And that's, <laughs> that's Jerry's happy place, right? <laughs> you hear that, Montante? Step it up. Learn how to work that board. I've Prove offered, Craig wrong. I've offered to show him. Not anymore, but I have in the past. Anyway, John Kirby says... Nothing. Can you get the rest of the clip, please? Now I want the rest of the clip. I want the now. answer. I want all the answers that Kirby gave to these questions. This is the first I'm hearing of multiple questions. By the way, now that's not good, though. If I'm Jerry, I'm saying you should have listened to this. I did listen to it, and I went oh, okay. You're hearing that he wanted multiple. Questions. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So I I always listen to them, and I go, okay. There's a clear question and answer. Done. Right. I got you. It's not like if this was like a five minute clip, I'd be like, I'd probably have like three, four clips out of it. Sure. Right. <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah. That's weird where it's like, we'll get to it in a second. But when he's like, you, you say, this is the clip you sent me. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> he's just so angry. I had no other direction. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not good enough. Did you not know that that response was 10 seconds long and his real answer is like two minutes long? I mean, I okay, find the rest of the answer, please. Uh, anyway, he gets grilled three or he four times. Says yes, nothing. he is. The president's going to let them speak for themselves. What? Speak for themselves? It's your job. I keep playing. Like, but now Jerry's ranting. He's trying to kill time for me. Trying to pretend he's not fuming. These people want to be free. <laughs> you march out this empty suit to say, You'll let them speak for themselves. I'll get you. When you want me to find the response and I'll send it to you. So I want to have That's to all do. he can. He snaps. So, <laughs> can't even get through the sentence. So I want to point out, I couldn't find anything longer than that one on that particular question. And right. then he never found it either. But I do, I do like this, this next part. It was like, if you're not me, it's fucking hilarious. And he's like, okay. all right, yeah, you talk about something and I'll find it. And I'm literally ignoring him because I'm fucking furious. And <laughs> I'm trying to find this clip and he goes, all right, never mind. <laughs> uh, who's the one that you sent me okay find another one I'm why is it. it so hard to do it's not this is, every, this is a press conference that means every answer is out there is available you could have the whole press conference you could have every answer this is the most important uh clip of the day it's the president's response to the rise up to the uprising in china and you give me 10 seconds you got to get more than that ironhead i'm sorry you give me it's just that's not i like that enough. he's giving you this stern Almost father-son talking to where he's trying to teach you a lesson. And he <laughs> compassionately goes, 
You gotta get me more than that, Iron Head. <laughs> the ne- the ne- he sternly the- is giving you a message and still calls you Iron Head. The next time he sends me a clip that's like under twenty seconds, I'm gonna find out what it's from and have a hundred and six clips and play them all. You should. That's a good thorough work. I mean, I, I have to find every clip myself. I'll send. I'll do that. I'll find it. And I'll send it to you. Okay. You don't have Ducey going back and forth with him. You don't have any. <laughs> Right there, he goes, you don't, because he was talking, the question was about the president's response to the protest. And now he's that, like, do you have Ducey? <laughs> the, shame, the shame of this is I have no idea what the fuck either of you are talking about. Dude. So when he's like, I wish I could have a, a, a real opinion on whether or not you should have had this clip. I don't know who Ducey is or Peter Ducey. of what, because <laughs> it wasn't Biden. Peter Ducey's like the White House correspondent for Fox News. <laughs> okay, all right. But, I it comes to find out the question that Ducey's asking him has nothing to do with the protests in China, which was the topic of conversation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was I was lost in that regard. <laughs> the other answers he he got asked five different times about the China, and that's all you have is ten seconds. Well, all I'm seeing is twenty second clips, and that is the one that you sent. Okay, I don't care what I sent you. That's not your job. Your job is to get the clips that matter. You guys get the. the, the <laughs> The, the sound that matters. I mean, how do, you, how do you not see that? The one, the most important thing yesterday was the White House's response to this, to the, to the protests in China. And that's all you have. It sounds like two men that are uh, on the outs. I don't, <laughs> I don't see this relationship going much further. Oh, we're, we're, we're Gucci. <laughs> and, then the, and then the fucking, as soon as the show ends, me and him are laughing about yeah. the fucking nuclear lady guy. <laughs> this feels like an argument about the dishes that isn't really about the dishes. <laughs> 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 uh, was that about it or was there more i don't remember let's see this felt like 25 minutes <laughs> okay I'll, I'll find it i'll find it you you know why don't you uh you know talk about uh something else and i'll look for it and i'll find it and i'll send it to you just so uh, the people listening, I am on screen, not listening to him looking for this story. So I didn't hear that. I'd like to hear Craig's monologue, you know, take the reins, talk about the topics of the day. Dude, my favorite is saying like, uh, I'll say like one liners or something towards the end of the show. It's, it's not as serious as the beginning. And that's when I'll talk more often. And like, I'll say something very serious. Yeah. I'll say something and Jerry be like, ah, and then just keep talking and just ignores me. <laughs> The, all, all the responses to all the questions about China from uh, from John Kirby, or uh, or not. All right, we'll move on. We'll move on since we can't, don't have the capability of playing all his answers about China from yesterday. All right. Let me get to. Uh, That's funny. I enjoy exhausted Jerry. <laughs> By the way, I looked for this clip. I listened to the audio of it, but I looked for it on YouTube to send to you. Are you do? Are you guys not on YouTube anymore? Uh, we are, it's through locals. So it's like this, except, uh, Oh, but the YouTube is exclusive. Um, well, so you go on locals, it's free Monday through Thursday and you get the video, but you can okay, only I, find okay, the link gotcha. on locals. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> that was pretty funny. You were looking for that clip that I just played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I was going to send you. I didn't know if you knew exactly where it was. Oh, so I was I just, just going to send you the timestamped <laughs> video, but I couldn't find it on YouTube. Remember when I found the? Uh, um, yes, yeah, Greg has uh, his his fuck ups cataloged. Very uh, <laughs> the Ojeda thing immediately. Yes. And you just remember shit vividly. <laughs> I went, well, that motherfucker Kirby's on the screen, so I'll go right to that. 
Where's Deucey? <laughs> what? <laughs> Give me Deucey. It was all confusing uh, thing. All right. In our uh, cavalcade of, of clips here, we can now go to, is the next one uh, Mr. Rogan? We can do that. We're hitting all the podcasting legends here today. Brendan Schaub, Tom Segura, Jerry Callahan, Joe Rogan. That's right. Um, so Joe Rogan had Danny Brown on recently. Who is? Who, do you know him at all or no? No. Neither do I. So he's a rapper, I guess, or a former rapper. Um, he started doing a podcast for YMH Studios, Tom Segura's network. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him. He's been on, like, he was on Skanks, and he was on Are You Garbage, and some of these podcasts. Oh. And now he's doing Rogan, so he's making the rounds. And he's a rapper who I think, I don't know his music, but from how I've heard it described, maybe kind of like Lil Dicky or something, where it's like funny, like it's good rap, but it's funny. Yeah. Um, and so he's, you know, doing a podcast now and he's thought about getting into stand-up comedy and Danny Brown, at least even just the world of straight rap, there's like a comedy element to it. You know what I mean? Like Eminem songs and shit like that. Like there's a lot of funny lines in rap songs Mm -hmm. and he comes from more like comedic rap. So at least he's coming from the world of comedy, whereas Brendan Schaub was coming from the world of fighting. And we all know that Joe Rogan was incredibly supportive of Brennan Schaub getting into stand-up comedy. Uh, this is how he handles the idea of Danny Brown spitballing some ideas. So Danny's like, yeah, I'm thinking of doing comedy. And he's like, I, I was thinking of things like this. And it made me think like, maybe I, maybe I could figure out a way to do these on stage or something. Like, like- Which is how you do it. <laughs> yeah. You see, you come up with like little nuggets of ideas. You kind of spitball them around and see what you come out with. Last night, if I hear a punchline, like there's something that I think is funny to myself. And I'll be like, I got to write that down. And last night it was, um, I was talking to them about it before the last podcast, was deviled eggs. Deviled eggs? Bro, <laughs> that's the most, I get why they call it deviled eggs, deviled eggs. Now me, I'm a person that love eggs. I'm a, you got to get your protein high if you can get it. But. I'm so right, far, I'm on Team Rogan, I think. And this and that. So Hold on a second. Well, <laughs> just go back a little bit. Because I just think there's a study in Rogan. We've made fun of Rogan before for hearing jokes and taking them very literally. Mm-hmm. So I'll just tell you because it might help understand where I'm coming from with the clip. I don't think this is necessarily the funniest thing I've ever heard. The concept he's coming up with is basically like they call it deviled eggs because it's a chicken abortion. Now imagine doing that with human fetuses. <laughs> and so that's like kind of the concept. It's very, a very rough idea, but like there's somewhere he could go with it. And this is just Rogan's answer. And I found it very funny. Deviled eggs, bro. That's the most, I get why they call it double eggs, double eggs. Now me, I'm a person. that love eggs. I'm a, you gotta get your protein high if you can get it. But all right. If we were talking about abortions and this and that, so these niggas what? are, I'm just saying, it's an egg. They okay, don't, it's they, not fertilized. But they took you. They scrambled you up. <laughs> like, that's just the answer I love for me. Well, it's not a fertilized egg, Dan. <laughs> I can't I can't tell if it's like he's like this because he's just weird or he's always that high. It seems like he's being kind of a dick to him, which I don't get. Like, I truly think if, like, Norman or Shane or Ari on one of those episodes said, like, hey, this is a premise that's been rattling around my brain. 
he'd be doing his fucking big laugh and give, it's weird that he meets <laughs> certain people with this yeah it's he meets certain people with this like stoic seriousness <sighs> yeah uh i also if i if i didn't do stand up i wouldn't oh, yes. in no, 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 I'm saying in just excuse in, me, I forgot. Sco- excuse me, I forgot. George Carlin was in excuse our me. presence. Tell if, us, let me tell let us me, master let me, the writing process. Let me rephrase it. <laughs> if I was on Rogan tomorrow, I'm not going to be sitting there going, "Let me pitch this guy some of my bits." Oh, I think you. I don't think you should do that, even though you've done stand. No, I no, no I, I don't consider myself <laughs> having done it anymore. It's been so long. Yeah, but what Danny Brown is saying is like. This is something I it that could easily be molded in, into an idea. Human abortions being meals, particularly now with that being such a big thing in the news and everything. Like, there's easily somewhere to go with that. You, you know won't. what I mean? You're telling it's I mean, it's any crazier an idea for a premise than fucking monkeys in space or whatever the fuck Rogan used to talk oh, about. Rogan, oh God, the worst. But Rogan could have been easily like scrambled eggs would work better than deviled eggs. There you go. That's what you do. Like, um. Uh, Norman and Marill do this on their podcast a lot where they throw bits out and you can kind of tell when like either Sam or Mark isn't totally on board because they'll go, uh, okay, but what if it was this instead of this? Yeah, because a lot of times you'll be like, oh, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. And then no one understands how you connect it in, in your own brain. Right. So yeah, if Rogan was like, oh, maybe scrambled eggs, but Rogan goes, well, those are not fertilized eggs, Daniel. <laughs> Semen's been nowhere near those. <laughs> what are you doing? Going. All right. Because he gets more pseudonyms. This is like the most like gruesome shit you can do to anybody. It's a doubled egg, man. You're going to tell me, bro, if you Scramble take my definitely shit, works better. you take me, all my skin, and you're going to take all this. Throw some mayonnaise and some. Uh, <laughs> but do you know the deviled eggs are back. eggs that are not fertilized? Oh, this, God, this is Joe. not like a logical premise. Oh my God. Those <laughs> eggs aren't fertilized. They can never become. All right, Joe Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, a fertilized egg is an egg when the rooster fucks the hen, and then the egg could become a person. Egg is just a piece of protein. Whoa, whoa, Joe, 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 Joe. Oh my God. I don't think the egg becomes a person, buddy. <laughs> This guy, too, is just looking around like, is this fucking guy serious? If we're going to shit on someone for being literal, don't don't say that the, the rooster fucks a hen and it becomes a person. Jesus. Oh, my God. This is uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah so this, I think this is a great micro... By the way, I'm on Reddit now. I'm a Reddit guy, so I find a lot, I'm going to find a lot of more of these. I noticed I have a couple Reddit... <laughs> Uh, things sent to me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a secret Reddit man now. Um, and, and they call Rogan out a lot on this shit. It's the perfect encapsulation of, uh, I was listening to, um, Reddit hates Rogan. I was listening to, uh, uh, like Mike Cannon and Brendan Sagalow talking about, uh, they're saying like they listen to music when they work out cause they can't listen to podcasts cause it's too, like it doesn't get you hyped up or anything. And Brennan Sagler goes, uh, yeah, imagine doing dips and just you're listening to Joe Rogan take jokes seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a very common thing like Rogan. Oh, and what really bugged me. I uh, I still love Rogan for you folks out there. Big Joe guy. Um, But what bugged me is they had 
The last time uh, the Protect Our Parks guys were on, Norman was promoting his whiskey, Bodega Cat. We've talked about this. And he goes, yeah. I mean, Buffalo Trace is way better. <laughs> and Shane goes, well, this is Mark's. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a, a couple of weeks ago we, we were talking about this. And yeah. It's it's worth bringing up again, one, because we're on that topic. And two, it is just like. It's, dude, a, it's a form of autism or something. I don't, has, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it probably is. It yeah. probably is. Awesome. Joe, how does this change the situation? Because you're talking about <laughs> gruesomely t- turning They're up dead. what it means it's, to be you. It's a dead baby. But it's not. It goes. No, no, no. It's not a dead baby. It's, it's a joke, Joe. Baby. It's never impregnated. When I they I, lay eggs every day. I have chickens. So eating but, devil I mean, The joke Danny's trying to make is like, we make that argument with abortions. Like a miscarriage wouldn't be a real dead baby. So what if we made a fucking omelet out of it? By the way, what studio is he in? Why is he not in his own? No, he is. Is this the one in LA? No, I think it's the Joe Rogan studio. Maybe, no? I, maybe I haven't watched in a while and it just he's made it look different. Hmm. Huh. There's like a UFO and shit. He was on recently, unless this is an old clip they posted. Like if he was on prior to this, but he was on like a week or two ago. No, this, I, I'm saying I haven't physically watched. I've listened to Rogan. I haven't watched in forever. Building a chicken coop in my house right now. Oh yeah, no, double it's, eggs not one. Bad. it's nothing. It's like free protein. I hate you, man. Ah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. You've, that's what it you've is. crushed. But this I, is the man I, who launched Brendan Schaub's comedy career. I like how he's and like, he, ha ha ha. I'm sorry, <laughs> and he crushed the spirit of Danny Brown. It's just a joke, dude. Ah, uh, poor Danny Brown. And yeah, it's a joke. What even? If like as Joe is a comic supporting this guy could be like, you could even make a joke right after about how like it doesn't really apply because eggs are not the equivalent of human fetuses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can do, there's plenty you could do with that. And Joe's like, are you aware it's not a fertilized egg? Dan? Are you aware Joe that it's a <laughs> joke in comedy and not <laughs> you prick. facts? It's hard to believe this is a guy like, if this was um, what's his name, Lex Friedman, mm-hmm. or one of those guys, he would never. That say would that. make perfect sense to me. He would also never say that to them. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like Joe Rogan, uh, when you're listening to his podcast, seems like more in that camp of like a serious interviewer that has no idea what comedy is. Mm. Mm. <sighs> All right, what's next? A bit. Right oh no no that, that's okay. pretty much the clip, right? oh, oh. What's, I just meant what's uh, what's our next clip we we probably I just say we don't have time for stuttering John but not only that um uh the shul, the the Uncle Rico show did it on Thanksgiving night they broke most of it down mm-hmm. so go give that a watch maybe we'll do it again at some point we'll do a Patreon exclusive or some shit maybe maybe a Patreon but it is worth. Checking out John's stand-up. Uh, as we mentioned, he was in Iowa doing stand-up last week. And uh, it was a free show that he did at like a bar restaurant in Iowa. Um, Iowa or Idaho? I forget where he was. Oh, yeah, Iowa. Iowa. Um, and uh, <laughs> he, he does jokes like what they were focusing on on the Uncle Rico show. 
was that he does jokes. Like, for example, he does jokes about Kanye West. Now, Chappelle did jokes about Kanye West and his SNL monologue. That's a big topic, right? Was any joke good? Uh, no. But <laughs> would you care to would you care to guess what Kanye topic he tackled? Like Kanye's big in the news. We're actually going to get to it in a second. Kanye's big in the news right now. What story surrounding Kanye do you think he brought up in November of 2022? Um, Gold Digger debuted. <laughs> You're not far off. Oh, God. He says he's Team Taylor. Oh, Jesus. Fuck Which me. might take you a minute. You remember in 2009? Christ. Yes. When Taylor Swift was accepting an award, <laughs> Kanye went on stage. Oh, my God. And he taught, he makes jokes about Star Jones, who hasn't been, she was on The View 20 years ago. She hasn't <laughs> been relevant. Like, I, I think he wrote his jokes, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago and never updated them. By the way, did I, I, I only listened to, I think, part of him being brought on stage. Did I hear them say the host of The Tonight Show? You know what? This bugged me. Uh, Stud Joe Depot, our boy that uh, produces the Uncle Rico show, passed this along for me because no one caught this. Everyone caught the uh, absurdity surrounding John. But they say the host, not of The Tonight Show, the host of The Jay Leno Show. Yes. Let's just play that part real quick. Yes. I, I, I thought I heard that and I was like. Well, just play that part real quick. They, they, say, they introduce him. This is how one of John's uh, by the way, his, his credits in 2022, keep in mind. He left the Howard yeah. Stern show 20 years ago. Yes. All the way from Los Angeles, California, the former host of the Jay Leno program. <laughs> the Jay Leno it's program. So weird. It's so weird that Jay didn't host his own show. Oh, my God. That, I didn't mishear that. I saw. I heard that, and I went, well, oh, I must have heard that wrong. I'll listen to it when we play it. Maybe he means now, nah, like, um, Jay can't do a show because he's all burnt up. So yeah. just Stuttering John's going to step in. That uh, homophobic guy, Stuttering John, as we heard. <laughs> By the way, for a guy that's uh, suing Carl for racism or something, mm-hmm. whatever he's attacking him on, uh, has jokes about black, Asian stereotypes. Tra- he makes uh, trans jokes about Caitlyn, or, or as he says, Bruce Jenner. He oh. dead names her. Because they're Republican, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, GCS. So the last thing I wanted to play, the actual topical thing I wanted to uh, play today, we saved for last. Um, Did you watch this at the actual interview at all? No. So I actually thought this was very interesting um, because uh, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos apparently is making a comeback. Who Milo really annoys me, although the more I see him and realize... He is a hundred percent trolling. Yes. Like, I don't think he believes his act. Correct. He starts to annoy me less when I, you know, realize that, uh, Nick Fuentes, who I don't know anything about. Would Very, you say he's in the same category as Milo? Very racist. No, he's in a category. Oh, he's genuinely a racist piece of shit. He's genuinely anti-Semitic. Um, okay. there's like a clip of him out there, like talking about how the Holocaust didn't happen because and he's dude, being serious. He's being serious. And he says, okay. it's like, I couldn't even cook, um, 6 million cookies, let alone people. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I feel like they had a few employees down at the cookie shop. They had quite a few giant <laughs> villages meant to yeah. kill Jews. Yeah. I think there were a few bakers working. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, <laughs> so I, Nick Fuentes, who I guess is, I, I don't know anything about him, an but I, he's apparently not as much of a troll. He's an asshole. Um, but Kanye West is like teamed up with these guys, I guess. Yeah. In his, his, uh, fight against the, the Jews. <laughs> I don't know why he's decided to take this on. Um, but uh, Kanye has decided at age, you know, 45 or whatever he is, ah, I'm going to be an anti-Semite now. <laughs> it, it fits me. I'm going I'm to take on that brand. Tim Pool's getting beat to shit online by the left and the right for doing Why? this poorly. Um, I thought he was perfectly fine in this interview. Yeah, but he was also almost doing the same thing with black people towards Kanye, doing putting them in like a they them type. See, category. I think that's how Kanye spun it. I don't think that's true. I think it's kind of true from the bit I, I think heard. he said he, he said Kanye would win like the black vote over other candidates, which might be true. Mm-hmm. I don't. It would be true over people voting for silly candidates anyways. Yes. You know what I mean? Like at this point, voting for Trump and voting for Kanye aren't that different. I also just really don't like Tim Pool. I don't like his shtick. I don't like that he wears a winter hat constantly. Just everything. So I was on, I was, uh, I was on with Royce and I mentioned that I liked the interview. And he said he called him a beanie wearing fence sitter. <laughs> yes, He's yes, not a fan of Tim yes. Pool. <laughs> See, this is why I like Royce. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> I love Royce, but I don't necessarily agree with him because I thought uh, Tim Pool was very good in this interview. Um, and I'll tell you why, because I looked it up. I just saw Tim Pool trending on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. I don't watch the, the Tim cast or whatever this is called. Yeah. Uh, the little I've seen, like I saw him, he, I thought he was good with a uh, Jack Dorsey on Rogan. I thought he did a good job there. He did. And that's the only other time I've seen him really. Um, but I saw he was trending on Twitter. I clicked on it and I said, what's this about? And uh, it was, uh, they were still live streaming. It was during the live stream that I caught this. So I went back and rewound it. And he has Kanye. First of all, Kanye comes right out of the gate being a dick. Mm-hmm. Like he's just being a really Kanye is genuinely. I know like he definitely has fairly severe mental illness, and I think Hollywood turns a lot of people into what they've turned Kanye into. Do you, so you I'm know, not saying you it's his fault. How, yeah, you want to know how big of a monster Kanye's become? He just finalized his divorce, and he has to pay the richest woman in the world two hundred grand a month. <laughs> he's a very a very wealthy man. She <laughs> so. She, I'm not even saying I'm not even saying it's uh, Kanye's fault or anything, but I, he has become like an arrogant asshole. I think. Yep. Um, and that is very. It comes off that way in the beginning of this interview, but right away he brings up the Jews controlling the media, <laughs> and he keeps bringing up like they do this and they do that. And Tim brings up a few times, he's like, well, isn't it kind of just like, you know, there are Jewish people that are at the top of the media landscape, but there are also, you know, there are Christians and Catholics and whatever, atheists and whatever the fuck, like, don't you think we should be blaming these individuals rather than, you know, quote the Jews. And so this is where that argument, I guess, kind of comes to a head in this clip. Been extremely unfair to you. I think. Who is they though? We can't Cor- say they Cor- is. Can we? Press. I'm not using the. I don't, I don't use the word as the as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking. It is about them it. though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> no. and, and because when you think about it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what What do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about? Are you leaving? Are you afraid of the press? He's gone. I'll say it right now. Um, you guys, I, I, you guys want to bring that stuff up? 
and, and have the discussion. Not gonna have a conversation. Like you, you think Ye is gonna come in here and say, "Here's my pain, here's my suffering." I'm gonna say, "I hear you," and then he's gonna say, "And it was Jewish people," and I'm gonna be like, "Okay, but don't you consider?" So I'm not gonna do this. I, I refuse. Go, uh... And it didn't get any more heated than that. It was literally Kanye was being a baby. Like he walked out in that moment. And Tim Pool brings up later, and it was all I was thinking while I was watching this clip. And he ended up bringing up later a good point that, like, Kanye's trying to run for president. <laughs> Oops, slight trouble. He ran. Can, can you imagine a debate where that happens, where someone mildly challenges you? <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, f- I'm out of here. <laughs> Kanye's hurting a lot of Jews. Like, that is not, and then he leaves. not very presidential. <laughs> yeah. We need, yeah, we need to find uh, Shane, someone that can do a Kanye impression. Do that debate. <laughs> Uh, but yeah I I thought it was an interesting clip just because I saw like Craig said Tim Pool is getting a lot of shit online from both sides which I think is a good thing if you're a a broadcaster getting shit on by both sides maybe not in his world Um, but like I didn't understand where the shit was coming from because I think the bigger point is if you look at the tweets from before Kanye went on Tim Pool when it was just like announced um Everyone was tweeting on the left saying, oh, Tim Pool is going to give a platform to these racists. It's so stupid. I hate that. It's going to be a racist tickle fest on Tim Pool's podcast. And then it took 20 minutes for Tim Pool to challenge Kanye and get him to walk out of the room. Did he? Did he, though? Barely. That's what I'm saying. Is he yeah. barely challenged Kanye? Kanye walked out and he looked fucking silly. Those the three of them looked foolish in that interview. So like if you just give them a platform like Tim Pools or anyone else's, let them bury their own grave. Yeah. Dig their own grave. I will say uh you could tell with Milo too. He was like, Yeah, I have to go make sure he's cool. You could tell he was like, I can't Milo broke character a little bit. No, no, he was I like, think. I think he was saying that as an excuse to not be like, I'm not running. But I literally will miss my ride if I don't go out right now. <laughs> right, I just mean like the tone of it was almost a different Milo where you saw him be serious for half a second. Well, he's not gay anymore. Don't forget. Is that right? Yeah, he's uh, now a straight Bible thumping weirdo. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting life. I think Milo is like a smart guy and knows how to troll people, but mm-hmm. like it's it's a fucking exhausting. <laughs> yeah, and so he's made like he's like got a vendetta against Trump now because he. I guess he's like $2 million in debt because of him somehow. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all the, all these people that think like these are dangerous guys, this is an example of why you give them a platform. You know right. what I mean? Let Kanye up on the debate stage. If you think he's an anti-Semite, <laughs> let him go against any politician other than Biden. Pretty much. <laughs> all it is too. It's like, all right, you don't want, you don't want, cause I saw you going after fucking Chank Uger's nephew. Um, is that who that is? Hassan something. Yeah, um, Sanabi or something. Yeah, he was on. I wasn't going after him. That was just the example I used. Well, no, that was a great example. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's like, and then you're like, I, he's like, I can't. You could. There's a, that whole thread is wicked funny, and he's like, look at him barely going after him, and he makes him leave the room. It's like you can't give him any credit. He can't at win. All. Well, he left the. He made him leave the room. Whatever you want to call he it. Made him leave you know? the state. <laughs> <laughs> he he took off and flew away. But yeah. um, um, yeah. It's crazy because if you're like, 
you're giving him a platform. You should want him to because people still like him. So let him go up and make an ass out of himself, and maybe everyone else will see what yeah. you're talking Silencing about. Silencing them, saying you're not allowed on Tim Pool's podcast or any podcast. You're not allowed on YouTube or whatever platform. Then they're dangerous. Then right. it's like, ooh, Kanye is taking on the Jews. What's this about? <laughs> this made him look fucking foolish. Let <laughs> Kanye get shy. Yeah, let Kanye on literally every platform. He'll make an ass out of himself, and everyone will see it and not just. Because he doesn't have an argument. Right. Tim Pool was like, well, why do you say it's they? And he got up and walked out. Yeah. And then, you, you know, and then you can see Fuentes being like, well, actually, it, 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 I have a few arguments. If you'd like to speak to me. First. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has like a uh, like a Nazi swastika pocket notebook. <laughs> he pulls it out. It was funny. So I kept watching the podcast for a little while. And uh, who I don't I don't know the the players in that studio, but like whoever Tim kind of does the show with mm-hmm. was like, you know what? He walked out of Piers Morgan also. I think Kanye's going to come back. And one by one, like three or four different employees walked in. And sat down. And they're like, yeah, we talked to Kanye. He seemed fine. And they're like, you think he's going to come back? And they go, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we hit all the topics, I think, right? Yeah. Well, there was also a man, by the way, uh, there was a man acting out a Dane Cook joke. You see that one that I sang? Oh, fuck. I, I think I accidentally just X'd out of that. Daily Mail article? That's yeah. fine. But it was um, a family who was playing Monopoly, I think, the night after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Apparently, the exchange got heated. <laughs> he flipped the board game and pulled a gun on his br- <laughs> like brother and sister-in-law and chased them out of the house <laughs> <laughs> and shot at their feet or something like that. <laughs> about right. Now, again, I would suggest the argument was probably more than the game of Monopoly, but it did center around that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right folks um i don't know anything else the chat saying anything before we sign off you know kanye is getting a raw deal when nobody denounced balenciaga even after they admitted to them fucking up as pedo advertising (laughs) i don't know enough about it some some artist he got banned from everything because he just put out like a line of like a photo shoot basically with kids and like bdsm shit okay it was fucking weird. Interesting. And Kanye is getting more shit than that guy. Oh, for sure. Because, because I mean, Kanye's a bigger star. He gets people to click. That's why. You know what I mean? It's not that anyone cares about anti-Semitism. It's that they care about Kanye being anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's, it's, it, the world doesn't make sense in certain lights, and that's one of them. Well, folks, I'll tell you what makes sense. <laughs> Going to blindmike.net, would you? Yeah, makes perfect sense. That's where you can find our Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon. Get us over. We've hit a wall. And it's nice that we're staying at that wall. That is nice. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get over the wall. I'm at a wall, too. You know? Yeah. So go to blindmike.net. Support the show. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want. Or support the show for free. Apple, Spotify, YouTube. All that good stuff. Buy some merch. Maybe we'll get a Danny's shirt up there soon. Yep. And if you liked last week's episode, where can they go for that, Craig? For more... More content like that. Uh, Verygoodshow.org. Yeah, McFustay says, join VGS in the chat. Verygoodshow.org. We got a Patreon. We just did uh, Matt and Tim, two people on the show. Uh, we, we go through their Tinders and we put them up on the screen in the chat. Gets to decide left or right. And then if there is a match on the show, they get to also pen up the first message, which never goes well. <laughs> That's um, a fun idea. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> Tim ju- Tim has to go on a date with this girl right now. 
because uh, he sent this girl who sent him a message. The Patreon decided. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the message was, if you leave a five-star review um, for my podcast, Very Good Show, I'll buy you a Crab Rangoon. <laughs> and she did it. So now he has to go out and, on a Crab Rangoon date, which we're hopefully going to have Chef Lewis cater. <laughs> it's going to be a great. Crab Rangoon date with Tim. <laughs> Couldn't sound less appealing. <laughs> It's going to be funny for, you know, watching him have to go through it. Now, do the, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do the, 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 the very good boys. Yep. Are they, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Nice. Well, do they, do they swipe in a way that they think Tim would, or are they going for humor? So the first few times they went for the humor. Okay. Then the, the ladies that listen are the meanest. <laughs> Oh, really? Yes. But I don't have any ladies listening. Who are these broads? Uh, they're, you know them all. <laughs> they're in there. They've abandoned me. Um, now, they're here sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. We also record in the middle of the day. We record at night. Okay. All so right. it's a different audience, but the they're- whores come out at night. Yeah, the whores are the meanest people. Like, wow. just someone that is just going to get made fun of by the people watching and the message isn't going to be great. They're swiping right. Oh. But the boys, the boys lately have been four to boys. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, that sounds like fun. Go do that. It's folks. actually very funny. <laughs> uh, oh, now we have our big outro, right? <laughs> Emphasis on big. Craig's put a lot of work into this, so uh, it's going to be bigger next time too. I think. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Sappers through the way. Everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? All right. All right.